Hey, Joe. Yo, what up? This ain't Joe. This is Luke. Hello, Luke. I'm the phone <laughs> sex operator that Joe hired. At Joe, the... come on. <laughs> what are you wearing, brah? Um, nothing. That's fucking hot. <laughs> so, what's your story? You a top or you a bottom? <laughs> I'm asexual. <laughs> I love me some asexual, man. <laughs> Joe tells me that you got a baby that I'm holding an orange. Oh, God. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, Joe lives in LA. Each week we call one another and we just catch up. Anyway, how are you, Joe? No, no, no. What percentage of that voice turned you on? Zero. They're like negative three. I actually have an innie right now. Like, I got the opposite of a heart on. My dick like sucked back into my body. It's like so appalled. I think you're. I think you're just fronting, man. I think you're just saying that. I think you. I think you like when I talk like this. I really don't. I really don't. I think you do. I think you lying, brah. Brah. <laughs> Joe, how are you? I'm good. Um, I uh, remember I told that story uh a few weeks ago about how I went to the Homeboy Industries gala event. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the stories I didn't tell was at um, a certain part of the evening, a, a very a well-calculated part of the evening, is when they started asking for money. Now, there's a good and bad part of being at the front table of an event. The good part is you're at the most, you know, prestigious table in the room. The bad part is they're all donating a shit ton of money. And so the CEO of Homeboy Industries was up on the stage and he would say, like, who's going to donate $250,000 or something like that, right? And some guy, like, somebody stood up and don't know, I think it was 50000 or 100000 or something, something, a lot of money, right? Somebody did it. Like, then it kept going down and down. Well, finally, like, Joe Torrey and Lisa Ling, they each stood up and donated $5,000, right? Mm-hmm. And they had these cards you had to fill out. Well... They kept looking at me like, what are you going to donate, chubs? Right? Mm-hmm. So I did something really horrible. I, like, filled out a fake card. I didn't turn it in. I didn't turn it in. But I just filled it out, like, in front of them. Like, haha, yeah, I'm donating, like, 2000 you know? Mm-hmm. It was a rough month. And, um, but then I just put the card in my pocket when they weren't looking. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I felt bad that I didn't donate anything, Right? So I figured, you know what? I can donate my skills. I can donate my time because I know one of the things they do is tutoring for the GED, mm-hmm. you know, tutoring these gangsters, these reformed gangsters into like how I said gangsters, like I'm like a gangsta. Anyway, re- uh, reforming these gangsters with tutoring in math and English. And so I talk to Chris, my friend who's on the board, and I say, hey, I want to volunteer. I want to give back. And so he thought, I'll put you in touch with somebody. So sure enough, I get an email from the volunteer coordinator saying, can you come in on Friday at 1130 for a tour and an interview? I'm all, I'll see you Friday at 1130. So I get fucking all d- dressed up, right? Drive my ass by 11.30 down to downtown L.A., which is farther from anywhere that I ever am in life. Um, Why do I go to the office and I go, I'm here to see James? 
And they're like, oh, yeah, here he comes. And James, like, looks at me like I'm some, like, lunatic. And I go, yeah, I'm here for an interview and a tour. He goes, oh, yeah, the people who are doing that aren't here today. Sorry. And, like, leaves? What? And I'm just standing here with a bunch of, like, cholos? I just drove all the way to downtown L.A. for nothing? And he asked you to come in at that time, right? Asked me to come in? That's weird. Now, look, shit like that happens, but say sorry. Yeah. Or well, he did, but, like, say, like, I am so sorry. Let me, you know, I can give you a tour, right. you know, or something. No. No. Nothing. Nothing. No tour. No interview. He's like, can you come back next week? But now I'm very, like, I don't know. What do you think? Because part of me is, like, look, if you're going to volunteer, you're going to volunteer. Yeah, but you're if you're going to volunteer your time, this is kind of... With a volunteer position, even with job interviews, I feel this way, The you guys are interviewing one another. Like, if you're going to donate your time, they have to prove that they are worthy of your time. They have to prove that they're going to use your time wisely. Because there's, I mean, if it's not going to be there, you can give your time to somewhere else that will use your time and your talents, you know? But then why should these guys or girls, in my imagination, it's all hot cholos, why should they pay the price wouldn't it be hot? Wouldn't it be so hot if I just dated a cholo that I met? I see. What's funny is when you started saying all of this, you've. I mean, I don't know if it's like your type, but I know that you have a thing for like thugged out gangster. Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna get to that later in the news story, but no, but like, um, no, but what if I was like, hey, Mike, this is my boyfriend, jokester, you know, or whatever, some cholo name. Like, this is my boyfriend. This is my boyfriend, whispers. <laughs> And he has like, like he has like the Virgin Mary tattooed on one side of his face, and he's like, "What's up? What's up, Lawson? Wouldn't that be so hot?" And he's wearing like those shorts that go down to like middle of his ankle, and then socks go all the way up, and like black Vans with no shoelaces. Jokester. Yeah, jokester. That's my cholo. That's my cholo's um, boyfriend's name. Yeah. Hey, oh, look! Here comes Joe and Jokester. That doesn't really go together, Joe and Jokester. How about Whispers? I came up with Whispers, too. Whispers is funny. Yeah, here comes Joe and Whispers. <laughs> um. Yeah, so anyway, I'm debating whether to go back. I think I might go back for the interview. I don't know if that means I'll actually volunteer, but I might as well just see it out. Yeah. I mean, I feel if you... I think that you've already been sold on the actual organization, and you want to help them, so I give it one more go. But if... It happens again, I would say, I mean, the organization is great and does great things, but they just might not be coordinated enough to take you and your talents right now so you can spend those somewhere else, you know? Anyway, what's going on with you? Um, I have a lot of stories. Not really, but I just got back from Arizona. I went to visit my parents this weekend. It was kind of an uneventful weekend with the parents and my sister and my nephew. It was a good time. But I don't really have stories from there. But I do have. Remember how I was gonna go on a go out on a date on Thursday? What? Are you, are you talking about? Okay, wait. For the people who are new, you have a friend with benefits. Is that no, who you're talking about? Thursday, I had a date. I told you oh. that it was someone you had heard about before. Oh and... yeah, that's right. Now wait, wait. Quick question: Does the friend with benefits know about the guy that you went on a date with? Um. Yeah. Oh. Oh. What's funny? They both went to Stanford together, and my friends with benefits is familiar because the guy my potential date was well known on campus 
I don't really know how to say hmm, it. Interesting. Was, cut this out. But I don't want to. <gasps> I don't want to say that though. I don't want to say that on here. I just want you to know. Okay. All right. All right. So they're they're familiar with one another, but um. Now, how have I heard of this person before? In the very beginning of catching up, we went out together, and I was like, <gasps> "Oh, not can sure." I, can I guess who it is? Sure. Is it the guy who the Indian guy who you thought didn't like you? Yeah, he's not Indian. He's Persian. Oh no, 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 not the Indian guy. I know who you're talking about. Oh my god, I'm a slut. Thinking about all these like names on my list. He was slut. A, you're more like the United Colors of Benetton. He's a Persian guy that I kind of hung out with and I didn't know if it was date and it clearly wasn't a date and then Thursday was supposed to be just a casual hanging out situation and then we had a weird text conversation that made it very romantic so wait, then, wait, wait, anyway stop 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 did you explain how we know him how did you mention him what was the story with him in early catching up early early catching up we met because of professional contacts um, so I know him professionally. Okay, and I don't remember him. Two, get in it. Okay, girl, do not give me this text message that went romantic. What? What did you have? Did you sext him? No, we were both kind of drunk on Friday night. That of you're last not week. answering the question. Did you sext him? I don't really. No, no, I don't know what that means. But no, it just got a little like um romantic and then he said like hey if i do come out on thursday would it be cool if i spent the night He's not out no if i came out to my to my place oh is it okay if i spend the night and i was like yes but just so you know that means uh like i can't guarantee that i won't be up on you and he was like well i would like that whatever but then he canceled on Wednesday and i just feel like he's always cancely and flaky and that's just unattractive. I just feel like I'm not getting, I won't get enough out of this. So I'm done. So that was that. But anyway. Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Stop. Stop. You're done with him? Yeah, done. So. Hey, this, you are, you, you know, I haven't said this in a long time. And I've listened to other episodes where I'm like, why didn't I say this? But I'm saying it again. You are the worst fucking gay guy i've ever met in my entire life no joe i am yes. the best gay guy you no. think that i should chase somebody for weeks just to get a little bit of sex are you kidding yes. me that's the yes. worst gay guy the best no, the you... best gay guy goes out and gets it right away and comes and goes done see do you understand how the straighties work the straighties go for like months you know taking the guys have to take the fucking girls out to like dinner a million times and do oh i would i'm so glad i'm not straight so you're saying you're saying i'm a straight person that you want me to be a straight person then and i'm not that's ridiculous you don't understand your own joke no i want you to be a gay person i want you to sleep with them that's not an option i have to like go through all these who cannot close the deal that's what it is that's not my fault that's his fault his deal does not want to be closed so i'm look maybe his magic carpet broke down and he couldn't make it over to your house. So you have to cut him some slack. About two hours ago, you were telling somebody that I was a racist, just so you know. And you're doing these Persian rug jokes right now? Magic carpet jokes? Seriously? I can show you my <laughs> schlong. So anyway, it's Joey. T- it's ten inches and over. 
I ended up instead going. I have more lyrics to that song, by the way. With my friends with benefits, but on Thursday. So after this, you could hook up a threesome with the friend with benefits and the Persian. No, the Persian is done. D U N done. The friends with benefits ended up coming over, and we hung out and went to the, the local gay bar with my roommates, and got a little bit wasted, and then. That was it. So instead of the date, I ended up having a great time anyway. So Wait, did you hook up with the friend with benefits? What about you? What else is going on in LA? Is he now a friend with the bone it fits? I'm trying to make that into a joke. It didn't work. Huh. What about you? What else is going on with you? What what country? He's from he's from like some South American country. Where's he from again? Um, El Salvador. Oh, interesting. Was he an El Selva whore that night? Did that work? Mm-mm. Now, Mike, is it going to be a thing now where you don't give us details anymore? Where the bet the door closes? What door closes? Well, no, just once now you... Let me tell you this. The next time I get laid, you're going to get every goddamn detail. In fact, I'm going to... While... Let me tell you this. I don't want to tell you this. The next time I have sex with somebody... Episode, <laughs> episode 934. <laughs> episode 932, excuse me. Um, I'm going to say, hold on, right? Uh-huh. I say, hold on, and then I'm going to call you on Skype. We're going to do an emergency catching up, mm-hmm. and I'll be fucking him while we catch up. <laughs> I'll be like, what's happening in the Bay Area, Mike? You know? I'm all like, no, 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 not the balls. What's happening in the Bay Area, Mike? I just want you to know that's going to happen because that's how much I love my audience. I let them into everything. That, thank you. I've told you all the details about everything. What details don't what haven't I told you? You know what? I don't want to get yelled at after this podcast. So okay, fine. We'll just we'll just be very 1940s about this. And you know, uh, you hung out with um, a friend with benefits, and then all of a sudden there's shots of a train going in a tunnel. And, uh, you know, (laughs) fireworks going off in the sky. Okay. And then I'm smoking a cigarette. (laughs) Then you're smoking a cigarette. Um, Do you have anything else that went on last week with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get this. So I met up with my friend Patrick Keene. Oh. And we went went out to coffee. The comedian, right? The comedian. We went to this, like, really, like, hipster coffee place in Los Feliz called uh, Brew. Okay? It's called Brew. And it's one of those places where everybody in there was super hipster. And they have a communal table. So two spots at the communal table open up. And there's this cute guy sitting across from me. But he's like... It's a, like it's not especially gay or anything, right? No, 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 no. No. In fact, that's part of the story. So it's a long table and he's sitting right across from me. And he has a computer open. And Mike... He is doing the hardest math. Like, he, he is working so hard at some math. You would think he was, like, coming up with a new theorem or, like, doing um, Facebook's accounting or something like that. Like, he is, like, oh, like you know, pinching his temple and, like, crunching numbers and, oh, and typing and then doing this and writing this. And Patrick and I are talking, but out of the corner of my eye, because I'm kind of curious what he's working on. He's working so hard, right? Mm-hmm. I notice what he's working on. What is it? Mike, I'm not even joking. I wish Patrick were here. I would tell. I would come confirm this. Two parking tickets. Wait, what do you mean he was working on them? Then that's what I'm saying. He had two parking tickets, 
And uh, that's he was like literally for 45 minutes, like writing things down and doing math and do, typing here on the web on the computer and then going back to the math on the paper. It was like a whole thing. Patrick and I kept going like, what the fuck? What what is he doing with that parking ticket? Right. In fact, and for those of you who don't don't believe me, I will be I took a photo surreptitiously. I didn't believe it. Right. So I took a photo of him working on the parking ticket. So I have it and I'll be posting it on Facebook. Oh, Good, because I kind of don't believe you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I actually got it confirmed. So he was, so, you know, whenever two comedians are talking, the conversation was kind of funny. So he was like eavesdropping. And at a certain point, I can't remember what we were talking about. He said, oh, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't help but overhear you say this. And then that started a conversation, right? So we got in the conversation. So I finally had, you know how I am. I'm all like, what the fuck were you working on for 45 minutes with a goddamn parking ticket? And he's like, oh, well, actually the internet was down and also I'm poor. So I was trying to like do math with my banking to make find out how I could pay these parking tickets. Oh, well, that's better. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was still funny to watch somebody like working so hard <laughs> on like two parking tickets, right? Yeah. And they were like writing things down in a little journal. It was like a whole intense thing. But anyway, the point of the story is at a certain point, he found out um, kind of what I've been doing for a living and things that are going on. And so he's straight, by the way. His name's Chase, and he's a straight guy. He just moved to L.A., and he goes to a, a local college for screenwriting. Mm-hmm. And so once he found out what was going on with me, he was very like, um, oh, can, he kept asking me for my number, right? And I kept just changing the subject and going, like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll give it to you in a second. And uh, he got Pat Keen's business card, but he kept I kept dodging the number thing. So we leave eventually. And Pat goes, wow, uh, I'm surprised that, you know, you had this cute guy. He's 22 and he wants your number and uh, you don't give it to him. And I go, I'll tell you what, I learned my fucking lesson. You know, I'm in my 30s now. I'm over. Well, he's straight. He made it very clear that he's straight. Okay. Well, I'm not going to waste my fucking time with a goddamn straighty. Seriously. You know, like, what am I going to get out of that? Right. Right. One, he's 22, okay? Two, he's straight. That's just, that's just a fucking waste of time. So I guess you kind of I, – I was seeing if you had any insight into this. Well, this, this, brings me, this brings up a good point because it actually merges two stories that we've talked about in the past. Um, one that we've talked on the podcast and one that I don't think we did. I was kind of dating a guy not too long ago who was, I guess, straight or in the closet of some sort. Look, he was a bottom, so he's not that straight, right? But he said he was, and he said that he would eventually probably be with a woman. I don't know. That To me, that is a big, big turnoff. But I also should point out that a couple weeks ago, you said you don't care what a hookup's personality is. You don't care. So why not, you know, chase, chase? Oh, mm. I see what you're saying. I did sort of address this. I told Pat I, when we were driving, I continued the conversation, and I think it was it was a more of a numbers game. I could just t- – I, I told him, I go, look, if I was 10 years younger and 400 pounds thinner, then I would have <laughs> g- – I would have gone for it. You know what I'm saying? But it was just a numbers game. I'm like, really? <laughs> what are my chances? You know, and I'm not going to – like. So, like, yeah, if I was – if he were 27 and I uh, was, like, totally ripped, 
yeah, I would have totally been like, okay, this would be a good hookup. But a 22-year-old and I I feel like I, I look like a candle that's melting. No. <laughs> you don't, Joey. I understand what you're saying. I just feel like if you're thinking you don't care about personality and you're just going to fuck somebody, though. Why not the 22-year-old? No, 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 no. It, well, no, no. If I would have gotten the vibe, and there have been straight guys that I get the vibe from, right, then I, I probably would have. No, this was a straight, like, no, I'm straight, and I'm 22. Like, like you just want my number so you can network with me and use my people? I'm not going to get – like, in other words, let me put it this way. I actually had this conversation with someone today. I do believe in using sex as currency. So, believe it or not. So, if you tell me – um. This is a whole conversation here. But if I if it's understood that, look, I want to use your connections and... Um, you want to use my ass. Yeah, and I'm into you and I'm willing to, to do that. Yeah, okay. I might play that game, right? But well, I'm just going to be uh, totally magnanimous and just let him like introduce him to all my friends and get nothing out of it? For what reason? He wasn't that awesome, right? Mm-hmm. If it was someone I wanted to spend a lot of time with as well. No, he was just, he was cute, you know? I, I don't know. It was, it, I just wasn't that, I, you know what? It could have been a bad day, you know, because there are people like a waiter or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, really? So you wait tables? And I'm just like super into him and he's straight, you know? Yeah. So. I feel, going back to the original point though, I don't got time to to waste on somebody who is straight. Quote, I'm using air quotes who is straight but is acting like they aren't like I'm I'm too old for that I don't need to push more people out of the closet or hold your hand while we go through it like if you are especially if you're like in your 30s like grow grow some balls and have the courage to do it already it's it's exhausting I was just talking to someone today about someone that some friends and I know who is clearly, I mean, it's legendary how gay this guy is, right? Yeah. But he's really not my type, but I know a lot of gay guys who are just fucking obsessed with him, right? That they think they think he's so hot. They think he's like the hottest person ever, right? But he's not out. He's like, he doesn't even admit he's gay. He says he's straight. But girl, I'm telling you, since he was little, everyone knows he's gay, right? Yeah. And but he never has girlfriends, by the way. He can't find the right woman. But he has like an amazing body. I'll give him that. He's not my type, but he has a flawless men's health swimmer's body, right? And I'm like, I was saying, like, look, he's eventually gonna come out. And I'm sad for him because he's gonna come out maybe in his thirties, and he'll be like, Oh, there was a time when I was, you know, twenty-one and had the hottest fucking body ever, and I could have just, you know, screwed anything that walked so easily, and I and I didn't. Right. You know, and now now I'm gross. By the way, you can still be hot in your thirties. I don't know why I'm saying that. He'll probably be hot in his thirties, <laughs> but but think of all the wasted time though. Sure, certainly. Ugh. Hmm. Hmm. Um. No. So any. So what's going on in the Bay Area? Well, a couple of things are going on. First, this weekend was the Bay to Breakers uh, race. Have you ever heard of that, Joe? No. It's basically Bay to Breakers. It starts at the Embarcadero area, and it goes 
all the way basically through the city. It's like a seven mile race, quote unquote, but it's like not an official race. It started a long time ago and nobody has like nobody you don't pay to register. It's like a really unofficial big thing, but people always get like super drunk and it's just a big party in the city. So that was this weekend, but just um just a, a couple of hours ago I when I opened up the Chronicle to see if there were any uh, stories to tell you about, there was a guy who died because he fell off a roof during the, the a house party for for the race. So basically, people get super drunk and run all over the city. Everyone has costumes, and it's big uh, and stupid. So annoying. So 21 people were, uh, at the time of this story that I pulled up, 21 people were arrested for public intoxication one for the possession of a firearm and one felony arrest for robbery during the race. And then that, uh, so, oh, and 16 people were taken to sobering centers, but that one guy died off because he fell off the roof. So that's pretty bad. It's horrible. Yeah. This, what's wrong with people in San Francisco? I don't know, but I was coming home from Phoenix and I took the BART from the airport. Um, and there were, people in like costumes and just stupid just being stupid the race was over by the time i got here but i don't know it's just ridiculous it's like silly i don't know i don't really like it um would you ever do anything oh you did a stupid color run but would you ever do anything like silly we have to dress in costumes and stuff like that like halloween (laughs) yeah well i can't i I can't imagine doing anything for halloween you can't imagine me doing halloween no. I did. You'd be like the person I'd go like, I'm dressed as a straight person or something like dumb like that. I was Pee Wee Herman last summer. I mean, last Halloween. You were masturbating in the theater? Yeah, I didn't get any of those jokes on Halloween when I... How many of those jokes did you get? A lot. Probably like 10. Because I, well, I, I wore it twice because Halloween this year was like on a Thursday night or something. So I went out on Halloween, but I also went out the weekend before. What are there any other? I I've, I actually hate Halloween. Maybe I was just projecting onto you my own hatred for wearing costumes in Halloween. Yeah. I'm dressed as a straight person. That's what you said. <laughs> um. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to decide. Okay. I'm gonna do both of these stories. All right. But tell me which one you want to hear first. Do you want to talk about Brett Easton Ellis and his piece? Yes. Um. Okay. Well, there you go. Did you read the Brett Easton Ellis piece? Yes. Okay, do you want to summarize what it was about? You do it. Okay. Basically, what what did he write it for? Um, It was Out Magazine. Okay, so he wrote this piece for Out Magazine where he pretty... If you don't know who Brett Easton Ellis is, he's an author. He wrote Less Than Zero. He wrote American Psycho. He's gay, but I think, I think he's fairly recently out. Not super recently, but he hasn't been out his whole career. Publicly out, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he's also known for being like just a huge bitch on like Twitter. He just like calls people out and shit, right? He had a famous war with this blogger, this entertainment blogger named Nikki Fink, and he will just call people out. He oh, he recently he was in the news because remember that um scandal where this camera caught Paris Hilton saying that Grinder was so gross and everyone on there probably had AIDS. Paris Hilton got a lot of flack for that. Um he tweeted her his support for her and said she was right. Okay. <laughs> so um so he's just kind of known as an outspoken person and this 
I could I read it days ago, so I might be missing something, Mike. So fill in any gaps. But the piece was pretty much addressing that image that he has and about how uh, oh because and then they had the um out the, the the glad awards and he was banned from the glad awards and so he was addressing that as well and he was saying how there's pretty much this culture this this kind of like i'm totally summarizing here but the the, the cool gays who they decide you know who gets listened to and who doesn't and that the people like him who are kind of outspoken and don't fit the mold that they want that don't project the image they want specifically are shunned and he was kind of bitching about that am i wrong no you're right am i missing anything specifically we'll post the the actual article on the facebook page and i know most people don't read the articles they post on the facebook page but this one is worth it it's really really well written and i have a lot to say about it go ahead mike um i i think I have, I take, not offense, but I don't like the way he kind of, he starts the article off by talking about the way the media treated Jason Collins, who is the NBA player that came out recently. I couldn't tell you what what team he plays for, but. The Washington, or no, something, the Wizards. The Wizards, that's really a team? Yeah. That's weird. Um, so anyway, he, he, I don't like how people are super negative about that. I think, I don't know. I just, it just feels wrong to me that somebody's well, I don't think he's negative out. that Jason Collins came out. I think his point was he didn't like the way the media handled it and that they treated him with kid, not kid gloves, like that's bad, but almost like he had a disease or a, not a disease. I'm not, again, the article articulates it better. But that they were like being like he's like a gentle little child. No, you know, he, I think he talks about how they're celebrating it too much, and I don't like that because I feel like everybody who comes out should be. It is a triumph. It is something that should be celebrated. We can't sit here and talk about how we don't like people that are in the closet. And we think that they're a coward, and then when they do come out, we're also negative. Like I feel like it's it's something to be celebrated. If, again, I, I mean, I I generally don't like me quoting things, so that's why I purposely didn't reread it before I I um did this show. But if I remember correctly, I don't think that's what he was saying. I think he his point was those are his exact it, words. I mean, I'm his looked, exact words are what are what that it shouldn't be treated as an LGBT triumph. Uh huh. And? and I'm saying it should that ev- those I'm saying his exact word was triumph, and I'm saying it is. So. This is clearly something we're going to address again on the on the mini episode once I read this again. But the other thing he calls for is that he's calling for that that the gay movement needs. I don't think he says someone like him, but they need that person who speaks the truth. They need their. It's almost like they need that hero is going to come out and take it to the next step. That sort of like goes past um, the. It, 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 here's what I'm trying to say ultimately. I, I completely agree with him. Look, I disagree with Brett Easton Ellis with a lot of things. I think he's actually probably a very terrible human being. However, I do think you, just like I said this about my cousin, I have a gay cousin uh, named Richard. He's a week younger than I am. and is But he was a trailblazer. And he annoyed the shit out of people. Right? He annoyed them. But because he annoyed them, it made it easier for myself and my other cousins lesbians i have lesbian cousins i have gay cousins he made it easier for all of us and i'm not saying brett easton ellis is a trailblazer and i don't even think he calls himself a trailblazer but i think he's asking for that gay hero that speaks for all gay people um 
more so than just like it's it, it really it, it's so funny because i've thought about this for a long time but you see the glad awards and it's the same fucking people it's fucking adam lambert it's neil patrick harris it's the redheaded guy from modern family it's all these people that the cool kids in the in, in the gay power have deemed they're the ones that are the cool kids but what about all the the gay people who don't fit that mold who aren't white who aren't men you know and i think you need someone to be like this is bullshit and this is something i've talked about in the past before is that the gay movement's gonna have we're gonna have a really rough time once we get these rights man where it's gonna we're gonna turn on ourselves and there's gonna be a feeding frenzy um because now it we can take a hard look at itself and i'm going to tell you something we should take a hard look at ourselves because i feel that the gay movement is, uh, too much worships um this is sad coming from what i've just talked about but to but so i'm part of the problem but uh, holds superficial things above all, all other things you know and uh, like i said before i don't think i think we need to to be better as as a people thank you I don't know. I feel like this article was, and to be honest, I only read the part that was quoted in the Gawker piece on it. I didn't actually read the whole piece, um, but still, I just felt like it was annoying, and I don't know. I don't think that he didn't convince me of whatever he was trying to convince me of. Also to note is after you sent it to me, um, I'm not sure if you saw this or not, but it, the article on Gawker was updated and a representative from GLAD actually call, uh, wrote in and said that they saw the post on Brett Easton Ellis and the intro that said he was banned is incorrect. He wasn't banned, but in fact, his agent emailed and asked for um, Brett to be replaced with another person. So, Yeah, but then Brett Easton Ellis did a, 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 I've called an, an AMA, a Q&A essentially, on Reddit where they asked him about that, and he said Glad's line, that he was supposed to go with one person and that they contacted him and said that if they brought him, they were not welcome. Mm. I don't know. So I think, I, think Brett, I think Brett Easton Ellis, and I'm not saying for bad reasons, is a, devi- is a divisive person, right? I don't disagree. And I'm not saying he's always right. But I'm also saying he's not always wrong. I think, again, I think we'll we'll address this again at the mini episode because I need to reread it again and bring up points and listen to this and listen to what I said. And I could have been like I was last week with George Moscone uh, talking out of my ass, right? So I need to go back and read the article, but I think it brings up a very interesting point. And also, I want to read it because I could prove you wrong, which is what I live for. Thank you. Anything else going on in the Bay Area? Um, No, there was a really... Um, interesting story last week on Thursday morning uh, a man was on top of this like structure at one of the BART stations throwing gravel at people as they exited the BART and so they called the cops and then the cops showed up and the guy went kind of crazy and he jumped on top of the BART train and that stalled the BART and so every that affects every route since all of the the tracks are connected so basically on thursday morning every train was like just there was crazy delays and so where the fuck do you live do you live like in a circus basically so this guy was like doing acrobatics on top of one of the 
the BART trains and it took like 15 police officers to catch him. And then they had to close two lanes of traffic on the freeway because it, the, it was at the MacArthur BART station and that butts up against the freeway. So it was crazy, but it was, I don't know very many people that were not affected by this on, on Thursday. It was kind of interesting. Hmm. I, all you do every week is convince me that uh, the Bay Area is – it's insane. It's becoming like the – it's becoming the Florida of California. Um. Okay, here's my next story. So did you ever see this viral video about Kai the axe-wielding – or the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker? No. Okay. So a few months ago, there was this hitchhiker named Kai, and he got picked up by a, a man, and the man started, like, rattling off all this, like, crazy shit to him about how he was, like, speaking to God and stuff like that to Kai. He's telling Kai the hitchhiker this. Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden goes, like, yeah, I can just, you know, control people's lives or something like that. And then just, like, randomly veers the car off the road and pins some guy with his car against... um. Like, pinned him against his own car. So, the guy is pinned against the car. Okay. Right? And then he the the driver, who picked up Kai, jumps out of the car and starts, like, attacking these two Hispanic women who went to help. Right? So, Kai, for some reason, had a hatchet with him. Right? And he, like, attacked the man and, like, bludgeoned him. Not to death, but to, to submission to the police king. Right? So, they interviewed him on the news. And he just, because he's a hitchhiker... Right? Is his cray. So, I hate that word, but like, he's from Crazy Town. Yeah. He's from your, he's from your, he's actually from LA. Okay. That's why it's an LA story. So, um, but, and I'll post the video, the original video on the Facebook page, but it went super viral. They had it on Jimmy Kimmel, and there's a part where he goes, like, yeah, I was like, smash, smash, smash. Right? It's just, it's super funny. But he's also pretty cute for a hitchhiker. This is going back to an earlier statement where I, I have terrible taste in men. And, God, I would love to pick up a hitchhiker and have sex with him, man. That would be so uh, hot. Dear Penthouse, I never thought it would happen to me. This is what would be so hot. If I pick up a hitchhiker and we have crazy hot sex all night and then he kills me in the morning. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. That actually happened? Kai was just arrested for murder? No. He met some man in Times Square, and they had sex, and then no one knows why, but then Kai killed him? What? Yeah. And then Kai cut his hair, and now he looks really... I saw the mugshot. He cut his hair to probably, like, try and avoid police, because he had, like, super long hair, like, curly hair. He looks so cute. Oh, my God. I'm Googling him now. But try and find the one with short hair. He doesn't look that cute with long hair, but with short hair, he's so cute. Anyway, um, so I want to know your thoughts. Would you ever sleep with a hitchhiker? Would you let him kill you? Go ahead, um, I would never pick up a hitchhiker. First of all, he's not even cute, Joe. Joe. You wouldn't sleep. You wouldn't sleep with him. And with short hair, he's even worse. Oh, he has a really nice body, actually. You. Oh, here's him with no yeah. shirt on. Have you seen that one? In, like, Doinger shorts, basketball shorts? No, oh send it God. to me. I think you'll like this one. Are you on Facebook right now? Are you? Uh, Where? Oh, no, I could do it on Skype. I'll do it on Skype. 
Oh, he right? has a nice body. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, he does have the really, he has a really cute, crazy personality. I would totally, I would have totally, I would have been murdered. I would have, if he, he's literally where he hangs out is right by the office where I often go to do work. So I very easily could have run into him and I very easily could have slept with him. Okay. That's a straight, well, I don't know if he's straight if he's sleeping with men on near time in uh, Times Square. But, um, I, yeah, I would fucking sleep with that guy in a hot minute. I'm t- I can't believe you wouldn't sleep with him. Well, now that I've seen the body picture, I would, but. Yeah, and he seems so sweet and he saved those women. Yeah, I don't know. So, that he seems a little too crazy. And like we've already established, I have sex with somebody because of personality almost more than looks. Mm. Yeah. Really? Um. Can we please uh, state for the record that you slept with a homeless man who stole your underwear? Okay, two things: he wasn't homeless, and two. Number one, he was. Number Don't, one, he wasn't I'm homeless. Edit it out. I'm gonna edit it out. I'm, whatever you said just got edited out, and I'm gonna number show. Number one, he one. wasn't homeless, and number two, we literally just slept together. That's it. The end. If you edit that, I'll be so mad. Did when have I ever done that? Okay. In fact, I'm going to edit out what you said. If I, edit, if I, edit I don't know it when you've ever done that because you always uh, edit it out. How would I know? Cause you, girl, because you were there. Okay. <laughs> what do you got going on next week? So much. Not really. Actually, I have I have a, two video chat things. One, I'm doing like a – I'm on sitting on a panel and getting interviewed on Tuesday online as part of a – some online conference experiment sort of thing that's happening. Um, it's the first time that they're doing this. Um, so that's Tuesday. And then on Thursday, I'm actually interviewing a comedian who has type one diabetes as part of a a video chat. And we, we have mutual friends, you and I, Joey, remember I told you that Mm -hmm. I was going to interview him. Yeah. I remember this. So that's on Thursday. And then that's all that I have planned. All from today until next weekend. I have no plans at all. No friends with benefits because he's out of town. He's in Seattle. Um, I'll probably end up at the bar a few times, but that's it. Uh, well, right now I'm house sitting. I just got here today, so I'm in a different part of L.A., but it's a part of L.A. that's sort of in the heart of things. I'm really close to West Hollywood. In fact, I'm going to go out literally as soon as we end this. I'm meeting some friends out in West Hollywood as soon as we finish talking. And I'm going to go out. And I'm in West Hollywood. I'm more in central L.A. Because one of the things about where I am is it's people don't realize how far it is from everything. So now I'm at a point where I'm, oh, wow, I'm in the I'm in the heart of L.A., you know. So, um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to do things tonight. And so, uh, but so I'm doing that. And then some friends from out of town are coming in. Uh, and I'm going to go out and have dinner with them on Saturday. And that should good. be a good time. Sounds exciting. Yes, it does. So anyway, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. Cool. All right, Mike. Well, I guess I will talk to you soon. It was nice catching up with you. All right. Bye, Joe. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798.
Um. Yeah, I mean. Um. Uh. Um. 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 Uh. Um. 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 Um